This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the Feast of Christ the Universal King. One of the first things that strikes visitors to our church is the depiction of Calvary, the rude beam, the crucifix which dominates the nave. In the light of the early autumn sun setting, it often portrays an eerie and mysterious scene. In our great art, this scene has often been described as a terrible beauty. It was precisely this vision that the good thief saw as he was dying. And it's also this so-called kingship of Jesus that is so central to our Christian belief. For us believers, we see not the picture of tragedy and suffering, but the image of a saviour who deigns to suffer on our account. It is a terrible beauty because it calls only for our gratitude and the surrender of our hearts. In his humanity, Jesus went down into the very depths of human misery and beyond, and emerged victorious. Christ knows the extremities of our human suffering in all its forms, sickness, bereavement, breakdown of relationships and family life, our moral weaknesses, all of it. This is the reason we celebrate this feast of paradox, the kingship which turns all earthly power and sovereignty on its head. What is it that attracts me most in this world? What am I most drawn to? What do I live for? Because that is what will always be my point of reference. St Ignatius of Loyola, the founder of the Jesuits in the 16th century, asked this same question of his spiritual sons. In his spiritual exercises, which he devised to train anyone thinking of entering the society of Jesus, he has a meditation entitled The Two Standards. And he asks, are we going to fall in behind the standard, the banner of Lucifer, or that of Jesus Christ? Whose kingdom are we going to work for, my own or God's? Ignatius describes Lucifer enticing souls to crave wealth, or if they are already wealthy, to get them to cling to wealth, and then they get them to rely on the honour and status that wealth gives them. And finally from there, it's an easy step to get souls to be proud to the extent that they are self-sufficient and no longer need God because they themselves have and are everything. In contrast, Jesus does not trick or seduce us to fall in behind his standard, but invites us and frees us. And he does it by paradoxes, warning us to let go, to be poor in order to have everything. That to have life, you have to let go of life and renounce self every day, clinging to the cross, which is his standard. Ignatius is showing us in his meditation that what seems attractive 
can lead us nowhere, or worse, can even destroy us. What are we going to be finally attracted to? Which standard are we going to fall in behind? That of the evil one or the royal standard of the cross, which alone bears the image of the crucified and risen one, the one alone who can give us life and what we crave on earth and much more besides. Every year at this time we have the opportunity to come before Christ the King enthroned at the heart of our church, our parish and our lives. We have the 40 hours prayer beginning on Thursday evening. The Blessed Sacrament is not just a standard, a symbol, but the real and living presence of the glorified Jesus who lives in heaven. He remains on earth in the Blessed Sacrament and he says to us, as he said on the eve of his agony, wait here, watch and pray with me. A reproach Follow to his friends who did not. Could you not stay and pray with me one hour? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Generously pray and seek what we need for at this time. God is never outdone in generosity, and the little we give in time and of our hearts will be repaid now and in the life to come. In heaven, Jesus shares his glory with Mary and the saints. We consider this in the final glorious mystery of the rosary. She obtains for us a share in his kingship, a share in his life. May she obtain for us the grace to be frequent and fervent adorers of her son in the Eucharist. And so increase with us, within us that desire for the things of heaven, that desire to fall in behind the standard of Jesus, her son, that desire above all for the things of heaven. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, whose will is to restore all things in your beloved son, the king of the universe, grant, we pray, that the whole creation set free from slavery may render your majesty service and ceaselessly proclaim your praise through the same Christ, our Lord. Amen.